0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast
1: Thank you so much And welcome everybody To our show for today Which uh, I guess Is technically still a government holiday Columbus Day is today Actually Columbus Day fell on a Saturday So this is the day that anybody that uh, takes off takes off is anything really closed on Columbus day anymore i noticed they we have post offices but schools in right uh no actually my kids no. off school today school is they but call it's like it teachers a, in service yeah, day yeah
2: staff development day oh. is what they call it
1: what are they too PC to call it columbus day now i don't know well how about like if i wanted to go to the bank do you know if it's a bank holiday today?
3: Mm, I, think I don't know. I haven't looked into
1: then. it. Okay. Well, anyway, this is the uh, this is the day we observe Columbus Day, if we observe it at all. And uh, how was your weekend? Joanna, how was your weekend?
2: It was nice. Yeah. Got to check out a cemetery Yeah. and Buzz wimped out.
1: Yeah, no, I was just too frightened to go through the cemetery. That's exactly right.
2: I can't believe you That's just walked out. out.
1: I don't know. It'd been a long day. I'd already gone through the haunted house. <laughs> you big baby, I dude. I I, h- I hiked uh, d- two hours, the... man, going through a cemetery. It for really two was hours. two hours. Oh, like, but
2: it went by. You couldn't tell it was two nah, hours because it
1: was fun. It's a lot of storytelling. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of fun. From I was there for like the first fifteen minutes. That <laughs> no, seemed, no, seemed like no, a blast. You weren't
2: there when it you weren't started. There. You were you
1: there left. while everybody was waiting. Ugh. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm glad you guys had a good time. Man, that was great. Did you see any ghosts? Lots. Well, we went through the haunted house with Nico, and Nico was. His reactions were pretty good. He, uh-huh. You know, he's kind of a sweaty guy to begin with. <laughs> he's he's such always a clammy.
2: Guy. Yeah, he is.
1: He was just buckets of sweat, man. <laughs> Ew, By the time we were done with gross. that thing, yeah, it was just like his face looked like he'd just dunked his head in a pool. Sad. So the haunted he house, looked
2: a little shaken when the, you guys got to the cemetery. The station
1: haunted house is pretty good. Oh, he was. He was he was <laughs> affected. <laughs> We're uh, going to have a video of that up. Uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. But, uh, yeah, there's a, some good reactions from Nico. And the haunted house takes about 20 yeah. minutes to go through. I mean, it's... It's not one of those quick ones where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, we took your money and now you're no. done in three minutes. You're in there for yeah, a lot p- longer than uh-huh. you think you bargained for.
2: At one point I was like, we're still in here? We're not out yet? They should just haunted mansion my ass through the whole thing in
4: a dune buggy. All right.
1: We are going to have a Monday Mount Rushmore, which we announced late on the show on Friday. But our Monday Mount Rushmore is the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comics. So, who would you pick out of all the people who've ever done stand-up comedy? And I was researching uh, this. I found out that uh, somebody had asked Jerry Seinfeld in an interview, his Mount Rushmore, of stand-up comedians. So, I don't know. If, would would you rather not hear what Jerry Seinfeld had to say, or would you think that would be like a good starting point? Well, here's what Seinfeld thinks.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a great starting
1: point. Oh, Okay. Well, we'll get to that later. I mean, we're not we're not doing it now closer to the closer to the end of the show. Uh, but we need to think about it who would be on the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians. And we need to get the input. We got to get input from uh, you, the listening audience. So you could leave a message for us on the toll-free neckline, which is 844-805 neck, that's 844-805-6325. Or you could call in while we're on the air here. We're always here to take your phone calls, so you call about this or anything else on your mind. And that is 844-305-6210. 844-305-6210. Join us on Facebook. Find Buzz Adams Morning Show on Facebook, and you can join in the chat there. That's always very active. Um. And you can uh, down give the pitch on the podcast. I know that doesn't you you can't listen to the podcast until later in the day, but let everybody know where they can find the podcast.
5: You can find the podcast over on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. It's basically it's the show condensed down to anywhere from an hour to two hours long. All the best of stuff from that day. every day gets uh, uploaded. And make sure you're subscribed, rating and
1: reviewing it. How do you go up against the freaking Jets and stink it up like that? Although I will say, you know, when they when they caught that interception, Sam Darnold threw an interception down there in the red zone, I thought, okay, Cowboys really could turn it around, even though it was late in the third. Three and three. three. Yeah, that's, that's three losses in a row. That
5: means three and oh, and then oh and three. And each each loss seems to be getting... Worse. Well, I mean, the something... loss against
1: the Jets. I mean, it's one thing to lose to the Saints, and it's another thing to lose to Green Bay. The Packers, yeah. yeah. The, the, fine, but to lose to the freaking Jets, man. I will say, I think the Jets are a much better team with Sam Darnold oh, of course. than they were with any of the other quarterbacks. Darnold looked really good down.
5: yesterday. And of course, uh, I think it was Romo jinxed him because Jim Nance called him out on that when Sam Darnold, they were down in the red zone, and he ended up throwing that interception. And Jim Nance made it a point to kind of poke at Tony Romo, like, "Hey, in the Super Bowl, I jinxed Goskowski because I told him about. Right? Was talking about how many made field goals he had, and you were just praising Sam
1: Darnold, and then he threw a pick. Well, I uh, don't know what the uh, outlook is. I still think um, the Cowboys could win. What are they in? Uh, League East, right? I, I mean, NFC. that's National League baseball. Uh, Nas- uh, NFC East." So, uh, I think they
5: could because the Eagles lost
1: again. The Eagles fell
5: to three and three as well. So, that Cowboys Eagles matchup coming up. Uh, Who the, the Eagles, Eagles lose to Minnesota yesterday? then they got stomped by Minnesota. Stephon Diggs, man. That dude had a huge day.
1: Well, the real football took place on Saturday. And you know what happened? Sooners. In Dallas? Yeah, that's right. The Sooners beat the <laughs> uh, beat the Longhorns thank God <laughs> <laughs> well you, n- you never know uh-huh. that's a crazy game man I try and go to it as much it was as close. I can
2: oh. oh that's the one where you and Steve had made that bet you yeah Steve went to UT diploma. I went
1: to Oklahoma that's right <laughs> two it. years ago the Sooners beat <laughs> beat the uh, Longhorns and Steve had to burn his actual diploma on the air so mm-hmm. he would not put anything on it this year He wouldn't put anything on it last year, and they won. Mm -hmm. Texas beat Oklahoma last year. Uh Oklahoma still ended up going to the college playoffs, but (laughs) he didn't want to do anything this year. I don't know why. I wonder why. (laughs) I wonder why. Um, All right, Brandon, what else uh, do we have coming up on the show today? Houston uh, Astros.
5: Big uh, walk-off by um, Carlos Correa last night in the 11th inning to even up the American League. Does it seem series. like there
1: are more extra inning games in the playoffs this year than there usually are? There seems to be a lot, I'll tell yeah. you that.
5: I mean, I don't know the numbers on how many there normally are, but I was I ended up staying up far too late last night. Game was in the 10th inning. I ended up watching a little bit uh, um, into the 10th inning, and then once it was still tied, I turned it off. But then it was in the bottom of the 11th, the Astros got the walk-off home run to tie it up.
1: Joanna, how about uh, news? What do you want to preview as far as news goes today? Joanna's going to be filling in because Lisa is uh, either in. Wait, in let Ecuador. me do my news. Oh, tease. sorry. Go ahead. Coming up in news today?
2: Recent protests and riots in Ecuador have uh, made a morning show co host cancel her trip.
1: Yeah. That's a good tease. Thanks. She uh, and
2: it's it's Lisa Sanchez.
1: It's Lisa, FBI. right? Lisa got stuck in Houston because they wouldn't let her fly into Ecuador <laughs> because of riots, and she was going to go to the Galapagos Islands.
2: She was so sad.
1: Yeah, it ruined her vacation. She, she said just wanted that to see the turtle. She was meeting a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. Some of the friends already got to uh, Quito, which is the capital of Ecuador. One friend had gotten there and got picked up by their cousin, who lives in Ecuador, I guess. Mm -hmm. And they got into Ecuador, but they had to, like, get off the main road, I guess, because the protests were so bad. And then another friend flew in and was supposed to... couldn't leave the airport. By the time that friend got in, she was trapped in the airport. Mm -hmm. And it was like the airport was one of the places that hadn't been overrun yet yet with protesters. So... I think Lisa was trying to get some feedback. Do we think she ought to still try to get to Ecuador? But <laughs> yeah. I think she had already made her mind up. She's screw it. She's yeah, going she to says, the Galapagos Islands.
2: She sends me a message and she's all buzz already asked me. So are you coming in next week then? Well, <laughs> I don't think she's going to come
1: back. <laughs> you don't think she's coming back at all this week? No, think she's going to take the week off. Well, that'd be fine, too. It seems like a wasted vacation. (laughs) I thought maybe she'd want to regroup and plan something else and go in a a few weeks or something. But uh, I think Lisa canceled her trip to Ecuador. Well, I know she canceled her trip to Ecuador. Not so much she canceled as in they were having riots that turned Uh, violent. (laughs) They weren't letting U.S. flights into the country, so... Uh, Well, we'll find out tomorrow. We'll show up and either Lisa will be here or Lisa won't be here. (laughs)
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: Monday Mount Rushmore, our Mount Rushmore topic. This Monday is the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians. So I'm going through. uh, Maybe we need to to hear a little bit of stand-up when we're going through this. So, I know everybody's talking about Richard Pryor. We've seen that one a lot. And there are a lot of comics that point to, you know, Eddie Murphy, who then went on to influence Chris Rock, who then went on to influence Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart for instance. So, let's hear a little Richard Pryor, okay? Mm-hmm.
6: I had to stop drinking, though, because I got tired, like, waking up in my car driving 90. trying to talk to the police when your mouth don't work. I don't know what it is that makes drunk people want to talk. But you can bet if somebody drunk, he gonna talk. You know what I mean? You ever be driving, the police ease up, put them bright lights on you, and your brain starts going, don't worry about it, just be cool. Everything, don't worry, just be cool. Now straighten up, just put your arm, put your arm on, on the window, that's right. Put your arm on the window, be cool, lay back, all right. Just get it together. You're ready now. When, when you come up, say, everything's fine. All right? Just say, everything's fine. Everything's fine. All right. Now, that's what you see in your brain, but your mouth has made up its mind. <laughs> your mouth be saying, I'm going to say these words the way I f- want to. <laughs> Please will come under my How you feeling? I'm fish
7: fusion.
1: Yeah, right.
7: <laughs> want to get out?
1: guess that stuff seems pretty tame today but in its time i mean richard pryor was considered you know x-rated almost mm-hmm. do you want to hear some from george carlin we're getting a lot of uh suggested oh, george yeah? carlin and i i tend to agree i think george carlin will probably be on the mount rushmore of stand-up comedians
4: the 10 commandments here's my problem why are there 10 you don't need 10 I think the list of commandments was deliberately and artificially inflated to get it up to ten. It's a padded list. Here's what they did. About 5,000 years ago, a bunch of religious and political hustlers got together to try to figure out how to control people, how to keep them in line. They knew people were basically stupid and would believe anything they were told, so they announced that God had given them some commandments. Up on a mountain, when no one was around... God had given them the Ten Commandments. Why did they pick ten? Why ten? Why not nine or eleven? I'll tell you why. Because ten sounds official, ten sounds important. They knew if it was eleven, people wouldn't take it seriously. Ten sounds important. Ten is the basis for the decimal system. It's a decade. It's a psychologically satisfying number. The top ten, the ten most wanted, the ten best dressed. So having Ten Commandments was really a marketing decision. <laughs> yeah. Let's see
1: how quick I can uh, come up with like the audio. If we're going to go through, uh, who's somebody that we haven't mentioned yet? Eddie was, Murphy. Eddie? <laughs> that one's going to be tough. What, to find it? Like something that's, that's edited Do you spell Murphy with an E? No, I believe it's just M-U-R-P-H-Y All right, let me correct that That might be part of my problem here Alright Let's see what we come up with Alright, here goes
6: Remember when the ice cream man used to come to town when you was little And no matter what you was doing You would stop and lose your mind <laughs> There's something about the ice cream truck That made kids lose it And they can hear that from 10 blocks away they don't hear their mother calling them, but they hear an ice cream truck. And no matter what was going on, the ice cream man came and stopped. You hear?
7: <sayin frozen sounds> ice cream! Ice Idaho- Lois- cream! The ice cream man is coming! The ice cream man is coming! thank you ice cream man thank you
6: and you get your ice cream i get my ice cream and i didn't eat it i sang for a little while you know <laughs> you know
8: how kids are fun right?
6: i have some ice cream <laughs> i have some ice cream you know there'd be one kid on the side didn't get no ice cream and kids don't care they go
9: you don't have no ice cream. you didn't get <laughs> none. you
7: didn't get none. because you are on the welfare <laughs> <plan>. <laughs> <laughs> You can't afford it. Other kids joining.
6: You can't afford it. You can't afford it. And his father is an alcohol.
7: You want to eat some
6: of my ice cream, but want to lick? Psych. You want the You want the
5: See those three right there, man.
1: I'm telling you.
5: hilarious.
1: So that's three. But we haven't made our final decision. No, either. not even
5: close. Because we still haven't even talked about uh, Jerry Seinfeld, uh,
1: Dave Chappelle. Do you want me to look up some? What do you want me to look up? Some Seinfeld. Look up some Seinfeld first, and then we'll move
5: on to Chappelle. In the uh, over in the Facebook chat, we're getting a mention of Steve Martin possibly being considered oh Steve
1: Martin was a rock star man I mean I, he, Steve Martin was big when I was like in middle school was when he kind of hit and he was as as big a star as you could be without being a, a rock I mean yeah he was huge Mitch Hedberg also just Mitch got to mention great. as well Mitch was great man
5: I, I saw him live like just a few months before he passed away
2: oh wow
1: alright here's uh, here's some Jerry Seinfeld
10: but I love to travel. I love it whether it's a car or it's a plane. I like to get out there, I like to keep it moving. I love airports. Feel safe in airports, thanks to the high caliber individuals we have working at X Ray Security. <laughs> How about this crack squad of savvy, motivated personnel? <laughs> the way you want to set up your airport security is you want the short, heavy set woman at the front with the skin tie uniform. <laughs> That's your first line of defense. You want those pants so tight the flap in front of the zipper has pulled itself open. You can see the metal tangs hanging on for dear life. Then you put the bag on the conveyor belt, goes to the little luggage car wash. Then you have that other genius down at the other end looking in the little x ray TV screen. This Einstein has chosen to stand in front of x rays 14 hours a day. It's his profession. Looking in that thing, I, I have looked in that TV screen. I cannot make out one object. He's standing there. What is that? A hairdryer with a scope on it? That looks okay. Keep it moving. Some sort of bowling ball candle. Yeah, I got no problem with that. Just, you know, we don't want to hold up the line.
1: Uh, yeah, I think uh, Steve Martin is is worth thinking about. Robin Williams, mm-hmm. you know. Hmm. Uh. As you mentioned, Mitch Hedberg. Bernie Mac I uh, mm-hmm. got a
5: mention there Somebody else mentioned On Facebook Steven Lynch That's who I saw Mitch Hedberg with They were doing A dual headlining tour Steven Lynch And Mitch Hedberg I don't know If I would consider Steven Lynch
1: A stand up comedian Though Cause he does music Yeah Now he's a I'd say Steven He's a stand up co- comedian I mean he did He did stand up As well right I mean he did A bunch of songs When you saw him But he probably Also did a lot of jokes Too Mmm Yes and no. I mean, I don't know. Good one here, Sam Kinison. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just play comedy clips, although it's fun taking a walk down memory Mm -hmm. lane. Absolutely. But uh, we'll have to hear a few more. Uh, What's the hardest one going to be to find like a clip that we could probably Andrew Dice Clay so nobody somebody just did
3: (laughs) right right as as I said it
1: I was going to say what's the hardest one to get a clean clip of probably Andrew and it came up as the words were coming out it's the
0: Buzz Adams morning show podcast
1: Elton John has a uh, autobiography coming out big year I guess for Elton John with you know his uh, biopic that did well in theaters mm-hmm. did you get
2: around to seeing that i have not seen it no
1: it's okay? good it's very different from the way they did bohemian rhapsody bohemian rhapsody right that was just kind of laid one, out like a yeah and the the Elton John one was much more of a of a musical did you get around to seeing it brandon no nah, i never did no, anyway he's talking about uh, michael jackson and he's saying like no joke i i think michael jackson was mm-hmm. mentally ill Yikes. at some point in his life he just flipped so we got a little bit about that coming up here in just a few minutes TMZ's reporting uh, a bad uh, health diagnosis for Eddie Van Halen the uh, sheriff of Tarrant County caused a bunch of uh, uproar when he referred to undocumented immigrants as drunks and uh this is Tarrant County, which is part of Dallas and Fort Worth, Tarrant County. Sheriff Bill Wayburn went to Washington on Thursday to protest a court ruling that affected immigrants charged with DUI. And while in Washington, the sheriff of Tarrant County, uh, Bill Wayburn said, These drunks will run over your children, and they will run over my children, as reported in the Dallas Morning News. So that was on Thursday. On Friday, his son, the sheriff's son, was arrested for public ah. intoxication. Yikes! Uh, the son had already had arrest for trespassing and assault, but he was in cuffs again. Uh, in a statement, the sheriff says he was deeply saddened by his son's choices, and that the son uh, is estranged from his family. But
2: <laughs> he's
1: all—that's a I big don't know oops. <laughs> Uh, so, James Mattis, the general who was Secretary of Defense, Mad Dog, Mad, Mad, dog. Mad dog Mattis. You remember how pumped Trump was? When yeah. We got Mad Dog Mattis. Trump loved that this guy's nickname was Mad Dog, so he he left. He quit the Trump uh, administration uh-huh. after Trump was going to pull out of Syria the first time. That Trump walked that back, but Mattis mm-hmm. quit. So Mattis was on yesterday and uh he was talking about just what a what a disaster this is going to be in Syria and for our kurdish allies and uh well he made a lot of comments that you would would lead you to believe that he he uh thinks that we should not reelect uh trump as president so one of the things that came out uh, in the news today is that President Trump has accused the Kurds, who again are our allies fighting ISIS. He says he thinks they're releasing ISIS prisoners in an attempt to get him to change his mind oh, and okay. not leave uh, Syria after all. In an attack on Fox and Friends host Brian Kilme, oh, Trump has turned on Fox and Friends. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, well, Kilmeade has been sharply critical of Trump's actions toward the Kurds. And, uh, we have reports that some of the ISIS fighters and supporters have, have gotten out ever since, uh, Trump made his decision last week in apparent response to reports that hundreds of ISIS prisoners have escaped since Turkey invaded Syria. The president tweeted Europe had a chance to get their ISIS prisoners but didn't want the cost let the USA pay they said kurds may be releasing some of to get us involved so uh, a lot of people are saying that this isn't based on any real intelligence, and this mm-hmm. is just like a, his paranoid way of thinking. Is that oh, somebody
2: implanted that into him, and he's all,
1: definitely. Normally, I would That's say oh, he probably got it from Fox and Friends, but since he's fighting with the Fox and Friends guy, I don't know what to th- where <laughs> I don't know where he's getting his information yet. Uh, but anyway, uh, the president said, threw out in a tweet maybe. The Kurds are just letting ISIS fighters go to try and get Daddy's attention. I guess is the way he looks at it. Have you have you seen Joker yet?
5: Nope. You should no. go see Joker.
1: It's really good. I it was number see it. one again, and that surprised a lot of uh, people because it wasn't expected to beat Adam's Family, which came out, uh-huh. but it did uh, to remain number one.
2: That is sold out. Like, if you tried to get on a Friday night to go see it, it was sold out.
1: Oh, is that right? hmm I've made an extra $55 million in its second week. I think it's getting good word of mouth. Or It just really is. Like, uh, it's such a talked-about movie. Even people that say they didn't like it or they, they even hated it. Yeah. That still makes people want to go check out what it's all about because mm-hmm. they also hear people saying that it's... Incredible, and that Joaquin Phoenix should win Best Actor, and so on and so forth. So, Joker came in number one, uh, beating out the Adams Family. wasn't even really close. Joker made fifty five million. Adams Family in its opening weekend made thirty million. Followed by Gemini Man, uh, which is not getting great reviews. They say that the tech of uh, making Will Smith fight himself is right. is good. That part's good, but the uh, storytelling, it just as a movie. And it's got terrible Rotten Tomato ratings, 25%. Yee. Although the audience apparently likes it. <laughs> 84. Oh. Well, audiences like Will Smith. They get true. twice true the true. Will Smith for their money in this one, I guess.
5: <laughs> do you think they wanted to do that moment? Remember on the one in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with his dad? Why don't you want me, man? Oh, man. They do that with the... Uh, the youngified Will Smith in the movie. Why don't you want me, man? Where's Uncle Phil? <gasps> he's
1: dead. Elton John, uh, in his upcoming uh, autobiography, says that he that Michael Jackson was mentally ill, at least when he got older. So here are some of the clips that out of the book uh, of Elton John's. This is still upcoming, so. Uh, He says in the book, I'd known Michael since he was 13 or 14. He was just the most adorable kid you can imagine. But at some point in the intervening years, he started sequestering himself away from the world and away from reality the way Elvis Presley did. Uh, goes on to say God knows what was going on in his head God knows what prescription drugs he was being pumped full of but every time I saw him in his later years I came away thinking the poor guy had totally lost his marbles Uh, goes on to say I don't mean that in a lighthearted way he was genuinely mentally ill a disturbing person to be around he added uh, a story That Michael came to a party at his house once and he found Michael away from the party playing with the housekeeper's son he says quote for whatever reason he couldn't seem to cope with adult company at all because
5: he never had a childhood
1: yeah I've heard some of the definitely I mean we've heard that it was really rough he didn't have a normal childhood that's for sure but wouldn't that be weird? You invite Michael Jackson goes to a party at Elton John's house. There are probably a lot of other, you know... Celebs. celebs mm-hmm. adults there. Somebody says, where's Michael? He's
5: hanging out with the kid. He's
1: hanging out with the housekeeper's kid. And uh, TMZ... Hmm? TMZ says that Eddie uh, Van Halen is being tro- uh, treated for throat cancer. That's the report from TMZ. He supposedly been flying to Germany for several years to be uh, treated for throat cancer. So they're saying this isn't even a new thing. This is something that's been going on for a few years. Well, okay, so Eddie uh, Van Halen had part of his tongue removed back in 2000 due to cancer, but that was tongue cancer, Mm -hmm. and he was declared cancer-free in 2002. Supposedly, uh, according to TMZ, the cancer's moved to his throat for the past five years and he had been keeping that secret and flying to Germany uh, to have the, the treatments done. And for the most part, if there's any bright side to this, once again, you know, this is TMZ says, but they say that it's been keeping his cancer in check at least. I, di- I didn't know this tidbit. In 2015, tell me if you'd heard this, Eddie uh, Van Halen Suggested he thought guitar picks might have been responsible for his mouth and tongue cancer. I think I remember what? that story. Here's a quote he did in an interview in 2015. Uh, Eddie Van Halen said, I used metal picks. They're brass and copper, uh-huh. which I always held in my mouth in the exact place where, where I got, got the, the- tongue <gasps> cancer. So, yeah.
2: Whoa. That's weird.
1: Huh, I wonder if they're coated with anything. You know they tell you not to not to hold nails in your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, you've you've seen oh, that before yeah, yeah. like when somebody's working with nails and a hammer and they hold the nails in their mouth. They say there's some kind of But I always thought that was bad because there was something on it that would wear down your the enamel in your teeth is what I was always told. Maybe it's both. Somebody once told me not to hold uh, when you're golfing don't put a tea in your mouth because it gets some of the pesticides from the ground in it and then you're what? I don't know I used to walk around like I have the i used to, <laughs> well,
2: I mean if it was in the I'd ground I'd the you tea probably as a pick or whatever oh, I don't know i just walk around with would. the tea
1: in my mouth and somebody said hey you're slowly poisoning yourself with pesticides also there's like dirt Yeah, the stuff. dirt didn't bother me <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very natural you boy yeah well I think the more you expose yourself to, I mean, not pesticides, but (laughs) I think it's good to get a little dirtier, Yeah,
5: get a mouthful of mud. Yeah, you need to work on getting those carcinogens in your system as much as possible. (laughs) I wasn't thinking about that. Well, I'm smoking 10 (laughs) heaters a day. It's
0: the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: All right, I guess it's a, a growing trend that companies are letting... Employees work four days a week, 10 hour days. So I just want to get people's feedback on that. Drop us a line over in the chat and Facebook. Find Buzz Adams Morning Show on Facebook. And if you're on today's video, you can see what's going on in the studio and uh, contribute there, or you can call in toll free on the studio line, 844 305 6210. We're going to have to start getting serious about this Mount Rushmore of stand up comedians. For our Monday Mount Rushmore.
5: I think I have mine narrowed down to maybe five. So it's just a matter of getting basically giving one person the boot. What are you thinking? Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, Jerry Seinfeld, Dave Chappelle.
1: No consideration for uh, Robin Williams. Oh, big time consideration, but... Like he's one of see my Robin favorites. Williams has never been my cup of tea, and I I say that with all respect for the for the deceased. And that's I mean, the he thing was just he, never his stand up. I thought he was a better actor than he was a stand up
5: comedian. Well, and that's the thing is that for me, he's one of my favorite stand up comedians. But I could also see how he's more of an acquired taste. I, like, I I'm not going to argue with you when you tell me like you're not into Robin Williams because I can see your point. You know what I mean? Which yeah, is but what, I'm not the final authority either.
1: I mean, no, the thing about comedy is, I saw some names in there that I like. I strongly disagree with. No offense, Dane Cook, mm-hmm. for instance. But that's comedy is very subjective. You know, God, what was, you find funny is what you find funny. Huge back in the day, about uh, ten years ago, Dane Cook was like the biggest thing on the planet.
5: And yeah, then where's Dane sto- Cook now? Well, remember, we heard the story from one of the comedians about him blowing up at the was it the Comedy Store? Yeah, it was the. Uh,
2: oh, that dude has had like a lot of work done on his face. He looks. Dane weird. Cook. Yes. Really. He was on some late up. night show last week talking about his girlfriend who's like twenty six years
1: younger than him. He was. He was on a show that oh, I kind of was watching. Yeah, right. Oh, really? <laughs> he was on a show called um, American Gods. With Ian McShane, really? yeah, he he's had a small part in it. Is that a show did, time or Cinemax? Showtime, right? <sighs> I think, I think it's, it's Showtime. I know
5: it's not HBO because that's the one that I have, and I know I don't get to watch American Gods.
2: I think it's Cinemax. But I'm yeah, look up, up Dane Cook now.
1: Where am I looking? I don't know. on the internet.
2: Like. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, he looks weird. Yeah. You gotta look at him with his girlfriend. No, I found a couple on here. This one looks like
1: he's packed on some weight. I don't know if it's plastic surgery. I mean...
2: Look at this one down here where it's American Gods.
1: Where?
5: Go
2: down.
1: I see one
5: here where he looks like Harvey Weinstein.
2: Yikes.
5: Am I still going there? These are
2: not... Oh, God. I see the Harvey Weinstein.
5: (laughs) Yeah, did you get that side by side? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> With some pretty hardcore Dane Cook side boob going on. Okay,
1: well, they've got some pictures here where it does look like uh, Dane Cook had a lot of plastic surgery done. What what did you just send?
5: Uh, it, <laughs> that should be the link to... Yeah, there you go.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah,
5: told you.
1: Okay, well, you get... That's Harvey Weinstein on the left. Yeah, and that's Dane Cook on the right, that's apparently. That's Dane Cook. Okay. Anyway, like I was saying, Dane Cook's <laughs> not... Is an example of how subjective comedy is.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh oh, Robert Forster died uh, on Friday. He was seventy-eight. So let me just tell you who Robert Forster was in the Tarantino movie Jackie Brown, which is of all the Tarantino movies, people tend to forget Jackie Brown, but it had De Niro in it. It had Samuel L. Jackson. Bridget Fonda. I mean, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. If you saw Jackie Brown, he was the bail bond agent that mm-hmm. got romantic with Jackie Brown, with Pam Grier. Was it Chris
5: Tucker? Was that was in that movie? Chris
1: Tucker was in that one. And they, I remember they opened up the trunk because they killed
5: him, and Sam Jackson goes, "That's Beaumont."
1: That's how I remember what his name is. Robert Forster also was in the George Clooney movie, The Descendants. Uh, So anyway, he was 78, had uh, been uh, fighting brain cancer. He was nominated for an Oscar for Jackie Brown. I didn't know that. I guess he must have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And uh, that was in 1997 that Jackie Brown came out. Somebody was saying we should do... Oh, Nico was saying, why don't you do a... One of these days do a Mount Rushmore of Tarantino movies. It's like, I, yeah, but are we going to do things that, or are we just going to limit
5: it people. to faces? I okay, you know what? We could take Nico's idea and do a spin and call it the Mount Rushmore of the Tarantino actors, because you know how he keeps a lot of the same people in his movies, yeah, Sam like Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson, Roma George Thurman, Washington, Tim Roth. You know, it's a lot of the same yeah. characters or a lot of the same actors. I should say, See, my, my Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio lately, yeah, Christoph Waltz. Like, I think if you've been in more than one, you could be up Harvey Keitel. Like, that,
1: I mean... Michael Madsen? Yeah. Michael Madsen's in a lot of them, man. But... See, I think that's a good way to get our first female face, because Uma I think Emma Thurman? Thurman ought to be the Mount Rushmore of Tarantino actors.
5: But the thing you got to remember, too, is if we were to do this one, it would have to be just their roles in Tarantino movies. It's not their entire career. It's not anything other than just the Tarantino Tarantino.
1: movies. Samuel L. Jackson's my George Washington. Mm -hmm. If we do that, that is a good one. Write that down so we don't forget. We'll do that one eventually. The average salary in the XFL, are you ready? Is going to be $55,000.
5: Remember when the Alliance of American Football everybody made the same?
1: Can you no. explain
2: to me what the XFL is? XFL? That's the,
5: it's going to be the new football league owned by Vince McMahon. Okay. Thank you. Which
1: the XFL existed like 20 years ago, and it was supposed to be like the. Anti NFL.
5: More head, you know, more concussions, more head injuries, more spinal fractures. You know how in the 90s. skirt shots of the cheerleaders. In XFL
1: nin- in the 90s if you put X in front of something that was supposed to make it edgier like there oh, was yeah. like extreme Doritos
2: <laughs> oh yeah
1: extreme those are good now do extreme yeah. so XFL is bringing that back up oh, okay why would no I don't I didn't know that in the alliance of American football all the players were getting paid the same that seems very but it's that seems same, that seems disturbingly close to socialism. There's
2: n- no weird rules me. that they're putting in nothing changes. yeah there's some
1: different I, there are some i mean because the
5: whole point of the uh, X- the original xFL, XFL was, like, there's was no, extreme there's no fair catches like you you if you were gonna field the punt man you had to you're gonna take it it w- which then just led to a lot of guys not fielding the punts
1: the old XFL, you could think of it as the as the pro brain injury football league. Oh, big league. time! There was
5: all kinds of technical issues. I think Jesse Ventura was one of the announcers. Yeah, Matt Vasgersian
1: was the other one.
5: Oh man, it was just it was not well
1: done. And hopefully Vince McMahon has learned from that experience. It hasn't aged well. And like he, a lot of the stuff that they promoted as being. This is what Slutty the fans want. Yeah. Slutty cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> Upskirt shots.
5: Yes. Good God. They, honest to God did that. A they took the-, the WWE brand and they brought it over to football.
1: All right. So let me just set this up. We probably got to take a break here. Uh, would you rather work four 10-hour days? Because 27% of companies now offer at least some of their employees the option of working four 10-hour days instead of five eight hour days you know what one of the reasons uh a lot of companies are going toward this is more, weekend? more productivity yeah sure I mean there's many reasons one of them though is uh environmental you know if you're only traveling to work four days a week instead of five days a week that taking the cars off the road the cars off the road also oh, amazing you know because of technology you're able to do it yeah um The four-day week is becoming a legitimate trend. According to a new study, 27% of companies now offer their employees the option of working four 10-hour days instead of five eight-hour days.
3: Wow. So you're
1: still working 40 hours a week. Uh Uh-huh. But are you really? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I think think you're going to work eight hours and then you're going to be at your job for two hours. (laughs) But you get a three-day weekend, or would you... If your answer is, yeah, I'd be interested in this, would you take your day off on Wednesday so you never had to work more than two days in a row?
2: Which one would you prefer? I mean, prefer think about Friday it. Friday or Monday or Wednesday?
5: Three-day three weekend.
2: Mm, Friday or Monday would I you want that, off, though? Yeah, I would want them in the three-day weekend. Off,
5: I would take the Monday off because nobody works on Fridays anyway. Look, so I we would basically take work in three on, days.
2: I would take the Friday off just because Thirsty Thursday.
5: Oh, good point.
2: A lot of good deals on Thursdays.
1: You know, it's always nice <laughs> whenever we got a Labor Day or Memorial Day and that Monday sure feels a good. good point. I'm not knocking Friday. I think that's, uh, there's an argument to be made. Uh, according to companies that have offered this, they uh-huh. said that they have noticed a serious rise in morale uh, among employees
2: interesting let's try to apply that to this particular office
1: I wish I could convince my employers like alright here's the deal give me the extra day off and I'll quit I'll quit screwing around at work <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll
2: stop doing the crossword and I, yeah,
1: right. I'll knock off doing the crossword <laughs> I'll quit just going cubicle to cubicle to see what's up And I know I'm not the only one who does this. I'm not going to name any names, but I know there's some Netflix going on in this building. (laughs)
0: That's
1: why the internet craps out at nine o'clock. Everybody's (laughs) watching their shows.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: We're still going through suggestions for our Monday Mount Rushmore, the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians. So let me go over to... Uh, Facebook and Buzz Adams Show on Facebook. Let's see, a lot of hellos. You know that's how the show gets started. Everybody says hello. Hello, hello from Dallas. Hello, hello, hello. 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 <laughs> All right. So Ronnie, here's his Mount Rushmore of stand-up comics. All right. Sam Kinison, Kay. George Carlin, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr. Oh, ah, big Bill Burr fan. I know you
5: Don't are. Think a I u- would put him on the Rushmore though. Love Bill Burr
1: you are a big uh bill burr fan huge bill burr fan you listen to fam- that office
5: all- for family is great as well
1: but you listen to his podcast right um i'll tune it in every now and then uh ian says that he wholeheartedly agrees with brandon's mount rushmore so who was your mount rushmore again Mine,
5: prior i didn't have it w- i had it at five so we still had to get rid of one name i had richard Pryor, george carlin Eddie Murphy, Jerry Seinfeld, and Dave Chappelle.
1: Uh, all right. A lot of people are asking if anybody saw El Camino on Netflix. Oh,
3: I, I that's did. I,
1: it. I forgot. Yeah, too busy this weekend.
2: I didn't even watch Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. but I want to see that.
1: We were ghost hunting on Saturday night. Somebody wants to know who's the cutie filling in for Joanna?
2: Oh, back there. That's
1: Joe. That's, that's Joe. That's Joe. That's Joanna's twin brother. That's why they're Joe and Joe. Because they were twins and they gave them both the same name. Joe Joe.
2: Joe say hi. I swear I taught him how to turn on the mic.
1: Is he potted up?
2: Hello. Oh yeah, that's a good question, too. I think so.
1: Can you say hi, Joe? Joe, you know, are you, you? I hope you <laughs> I hope you taught him how to answer the phone better than you taught him how to turn his <laughs> microphone up. <out. laughs>
2: Joe, turn on
1: your mic. All right, here you go. This is uh, Tom, who says Eddie Murphy, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle.
5: That's the same list that I have, minus. I'm on a little delay. That's there you go. <laughs> minus Jerry Seinfeld. Here's Joe. <laughs>
3: Did
1: you figure it out you... in there, buddy? Oh, he is on a delay. I don't know. What's what... going on? No, he's hearing us, like, in delay Some. Like, I can hear the delay coming through. We got to figure that out. Yeah. Okay. Something weird is great. Drop the microphone. Yeah.
2: Well, he'll get that in about 30 more seconds. Marianne
1: (laughs) says, Louis C.K., Tom Segura, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr. (laughs) See, he's still talking. Oh, my God. Like, a minute ago. Yeah. See, I was... Louis C.K., you know... I thought he all might right, have got Cosbyed off him? the list. Hers
5: seems to be, because Tom Segura, Joe Rogan, and Bill Burr are all, and, and Louis C.K., they're all really close friends and very contemporary when it comes to this.
1: I mean, I know Joe Rogan is a stand-up comic. I just don't think that of him being in that echelon. I think he's brilliant, but I wouldn't put him on the on the Mount Rushmore.
5: John Paul is saying Rogan's, we forgot Robin Williams. We haven't.
2: Joe Rogan's from uh, Fear Factor, him. right? Yeah. yeah, that's how I know him as. Well, see, that's the I thing is know him he's as known as a comedian
5: for so many things. The podcast, Fear Factor, the Joe Rogan Experience, the, the MMA comedian, stuff, and all the stuff that he's done for the UFC. And don't forget, he was in news radio.
1: Uh, Robin Williams was ne- was never my cup of tea, right? But I'm, you know, I'm not the final authority on comedy. <laughs> I should be. Uh, let's hear a little Robin Williams stand-up.
4: Figure skating, pairs skating is pretty sexy. Now, I'm not talking ice dancing, which is like polka on Valium. That's different. <laughs> but pairs figure skating gets pretty hot sometimes, but especially that one lift where the male figure skater grabs a female figure skater right here. <laughs> Even a gynecologist would go, put on a glove. <laughs> it's that lift that goes, who's your daddy, who's your daddy, who's your
8: daddy? <laughs>
7: and you could see her going put me down or buy me dinner yes I just (laughs) I mean
1: that's a that's a pretty good example of you know Robin Williams comedy that I just uh huh uh
5: huh
1: as we said comedy is very subjective (laughs) is there anybody else you want me to look up um, who's where you find you, some Steve played, Martin? I thought Steve Martin was a good suggestion yeah, because see, we, in the seven, like late seventies, uh-huh. when Steve Martin first hit, I'd say if you could find some Chappelle
5: as well because we've already played prior. We have played some Carlin, played some Eddie Murphy, Seinfeld, Robin Williams. I would say after oh, Steve here Martin, you go. You could this try is, to hit up some
1: Dave Chappelle. This is uh, some classic Steve Martin, you know. I think this was from a wild and crazy guy. I was, in, I was on the football
6: team. I was a quarterback, and uh, I quit after two weeks. And I'll tell you why. Because when I'm the quarterback, I think I should be calling the plays. I don't think the coach should be sending in the plays. I'm in charge out there, and that's the way I felt. And uh, I had my own strategy. Uh, I used to like to punt on first down.
1: I don't know if you could tell just by the, the sound of the that Those were stadiums. Those were like arenas, huge arenas that Steve Martin was playing, like oh, 77, okay. 78, 79, right? 80.
6: So I uh, quit that, became a cheerleader.
5: And that was really fun. You know, I, I got my first experience standing up in front of people, and I got my first writing experience. I wrote cheers for the team.
8: But the other cheerleaders were so jealous. They would not use one of my cheers. I wrote, die, you gravy-sucking pigs. And try and make a touchdown, you scumbags.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That was pretty funny. (laughs) Who else did you say I should look up? Chappelle? Chappelle, yeah. All right, give me a second. You guys could talk about There's
2: this thing. really funny one from Chappelle, but you'd have to highly edit it because.
1: Yeah, see, so that's the problem
5: with some of these guys, especially like Eddie Murphy and stuff, where you'd have to really edit.
2: Chappelle uses a lot of bad words, but it's hilarious. I'm going to find it for you. Well,
5: there's a difference between comedians that I find really funny and who I would want to put on a Mount Rushmore. Like Lewis Black is a guy that I find really funny.
2: Oh, yeah. But I don't think
1: I would put him on the Mount Rushmore.
2: I forgot about him
1: let's uh, I, don't, I think a lot of the stuff I, I got from Chappelle through running through this so I, I got this uh, website where I can find a bunch of stand up and I know that it's edited ed- <laughs> yeah, right I know that it's edited and I think a lot of this is from some of his newer Netflix specials like
9: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the
1: most recent one or the one before that
9: nobody knows what white people eat you've been very good at keeping that shit a secret amongst yourselves Study white people. You don't know that. I'm writing a paper on you. I know mm-hmm. what you drink. See how quiet it got? <laughs> <laughs> grape juice. Surprise, mother <laughs> You didn't know I knew about grape juice, did you? <laughs> oh, don't play dumb with me. Looking, what, what is A lot of black people don't have the privilege of knowing about grape juice because they have grape drink. It's not the same formula that you get. <laughs> Ain't no vitamins in that. You might have one of your black friends over, Todd. Todd, would you care for a glass of grape juice? What? What is juice? <laughs> I want some grape drink, baby. <laughs> oh, it's purple. Purple drink. I don't think I know what a grape drink is. What? <laughs> I have some apple juice if you want. What the f- is juice? <laughs> I want some apple drink. <laughs> Cream. <laughs> Remember that commercial for Sunny Delight when all the kids run in from outside playing and they all run to the fridge. <sighs> Alright, I got some purple stuff, some Sunny D. As soon as they say Sunny D, all the kids go, Yeah. <laughs> Watch the black kid in the back. If you ever see that commercial again, look at that black kid, he'd be like,
5: I want that purple
9: stuff. <laughs> And you know
5: what's funny? Somebody went and they found that commercial and you can see that he's looking at the purple stuff. I remember serious? Yeah. (laughs) Like they screenshot, they paused it, and they took a screenshot, and you can see him looking at the the purple stuff. I can't believe,
1: but I do totally believe that somebody (laughs) took the time. Ah, you know, I remember that. Maybe this isn't a real joke. I'm gonna go look at it and see if it's true. It's the Buzz
0: Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: Here are some more comments about the Monday Mount Rushmore, the Mount Rushmore of uh, mm-hmm. stand-up comics. So, Eric says, I feel Don Rickles should be considered. You need Pryor, Carlin, and Murphy, but Rickles was classic.
2: Don Rickles was Mr. Potato Head and Torts, right? <laughs> he was. He was. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. He uh passed away recently, yes. too. You know a lot of Rickles stuff was like in nightclubs in Vegas and mm-hmm. things like that I mean and he was he was uh, the greatest insult comic mm-hmm. of all time for sure better than uh, Jeffrey
5: Ross yeah cause he's from kind there. of known as the roast master now
2: Mr. Potato Head was a good roast master
1: like Rickles you can listen to Rickles from the 60s and he would pick out like minorities in the crowd and Make racist jokes about mm-hmm. about that. I mean, that was. Oh. oh, yeah. John Paul in
5: the Facebook chat says, What about the guy from Taxi? I think he's talking about Danny DeVito. No. Andy Kaufman.
1: <laughs> Andy Kaufman. <laughs> uh, Andy Kaufman was very different. You know, there was nobody uh-huh. that was doing comedy like Andy Kaufman, and nobody really since. I mean, his stuff was, was just so unique. random and, you know the the mighty mouse thing there was that and there, there was like one, one
5: to save the day
1: there was one show on a college campus where he decided he was going to read i think it was moby dick he was just going to roar tale of two cities or something and he okay. did for like 6 hours and Whoa. at the end of it there were only like 7 people who had paid to go see it that's a great movie by the way man on the moon does he is that scene seen in the seen movie him. i don't Think well, that's it a, is. that's an example of the kind of stuff he would do. Also, the remember you know, when they was he was pitching the special to the
5: network executives, and in the special he had to go to white static, and it was it was planned that way just to get people to get irritated at their TV TVs. Oh, and, and then get they didn't and, want
1: to do it because people would tune out. Yeah. yeah, right. The whole deal on Letterman where he would go on and wrestle women, and then he challenged Jerry, Jerry Lawler, Lawler and Jerry yeah. Lawler. Oh, wow. You don't know about this? I don't. So, this wrestler. I watched
2: Taxi.
5: But oh, I man. Yeah. Go watch know. Man on the Moon. Jim Carrey does a brilliant job. As All right, go Coffman. to
1: YouTube. Look up the video. So, Jerry Lawler mm-hmm. was this big, burly wrestler, and he piledrived. He still is. Mm-hmm. He's a WWE announcer. He piledrived Andy Kaufman on The Letterman Show. And then it became, well, Kaufman is suing Jerry Lawler. That it, And I guess the whole thing was an act between the two of them. Mm hmm is the way years later it turned out the whole thing was was a setup. And then but they people that, were reporting it as if it were an actual lawsuit. And
5: they did that documentary that was kind of the behind the scenes of Jim Carrey filming the role. Because originally they didn't want Jim Carrey for that role. No? And then he landed it. And the documentary, it has Jerry the King Lawler at, uh, at odds with Jim Carrey. Like, he doesn't like him. He... Um, you know is, is butting heads but as you watch that documentary you can kind of get the feeling like okay they're doing the same thing you know what I mean like the, this feud isn't real between these two it's they're all uh, kind of replaying what he did
1: with Andy Kaufman what would the wrestling term for that be it's a work
5: yeah
1: uh, here's Marcos Mount Rushmore of stand-up comics Carlin Pryor Kennison Murphy mm-hmm. we've had more than a few Kennison mentions you know, I'm gonna throw up a name if I can recall it. If you're gonna mention Kennison, I think you gotta mention this guy who was doing basically what Kennison was doing before Kennison, and it is God, I was afraid I would have a brain flatulence. Yeah, it'll come to me. God. One of the greats. Died very young. Okay. Somebody in the chat'll tell me who I'm thinking of. He was kind of like Kennison before Kennison. Yeah, I just tried Googling it. Like, I, I literally just typed in Kennison Be- Be- before Kennison. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Gregorio. Oh, Gregorio. Excuse me, Gregorio. I'm sorry. Says Daniel Tosh. Yeah, Tosh is good. I don't know.
5: Man, like, I personally think he's brilliant and he's hilarious. But I, I like Not I everybody's cup of tea. And I don't think I would put like another guy I find hilarious Anthony Jesselnik. I think
1: is hilarious as well. Very dark humor. <laughs> Memo, very good. Memo put his list. Arthur Fleck. Yeah, Arthur Fleck, <laughs> Chappelle, Murphy, Chris Rock. I love that.
5: There you go, Joanna. Ooh. Ray says that uh, the Jim Carrey um, documentary is on Netflix if you want oh, to watch cool. the documentary.
1: Joe brings up one that I know a lot of comics would agree. If they if comic professional comics were making their list of the Mount Rushmore stand-up comics... Rodney Dangerfield mm-hmm. would come oh. up a lot Rodney Dangerfield ah, was no respect much more influential than most people realize he was what about Kevin Hart before all the movies his stand-ups were really good uh, yeah you know I find Kevin Hart to be a likable stand-up comic and mm-hmm. he's, he's good I just nah, I don't know if he cracks that upper Yeah, he's too small What do you mean he's too small?
5: He's a tiny guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Red Fox. That's a good one. You want to talk about him before. He was uh, Richard Pryor even before Richard Pryor. And some people say that Red Fox was even dirtier than Richard Pryor was. Let me see if I can find anything we could air from Red Fox. All right, here's a little bit of Red Fox.
7: (laughs) I was a paratrooper for a long while. A lot of people know my exploits in the paratroops. One time, the sergeant is getting instructions to all the soldiers how to get, use a parachute. He said, look, you guys, you jump out of the plane, you count to 10, pull the ripcord, the chute will open and float you down with the equipment. But one little paratrooper trooper didn't hear the sergeant too well and decided he stuttered a little bit when he talked. And he walked over to the sergeant and said, Sergeant, 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 Hi, Ted, 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 how high? Ted, Ted, you say we were supposed to suppose?
3: How high?
7: Ted, you say we were supposed to count to? Sorry I looked at him and said, you better count to one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Like, I can't play the really dirty stuff. Right. Of course.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: Joker was number one at the box office, and this movie has exceeded expectations. Uh, It was expected to be number one the week it came out, but it wasn't a fluke. Uh, Joker must have gotten some good word of mouth because it beat Adam's Family, which was new out this weekend and made fifty-five million dollars. Really, uh, wasn't even close. Adam's Family in its first weekend made thirty point three million. So this uh, Joker has exceeded expectations, and it's the <laughs> they keep statistics on so many things. If you're a big box office nerd, uh, you might want to know that. Joker is the largest second weekend that a movie has ever had in the month of October. Oh, wow. That sounds like a really, really minute piece of de- of uh, trivia, but they do it in what sports, so I before guess...
2: before Joker came along in the month of October? All right,
1: I got that statistic. Oh, great. Gravity.
2: Oh, Okay that the with one with, Sandra Bullock. with Sandra Bullock.
1: Bullock. Yeah, gravity which made 43.2 million. Is that George sec- Clooney that was in it? George Clooney, it Clooney is, was in yeah. it. I guess, he I guess float away. He, yeah, flo- he He's out away. there. He's out there in orbit he somewhere Out I guess. there right now, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 2 is uh, Adam's Family, number 3 Gemini Man which made 20.5 million. Uh and is not getting great reviews from the critics. And Joanna's sister had to go see because Joker, was, Joker sold- was sold out. Because Joker was sold out. <laughs> I think uh, a lot of people are seeing Joker and they're talking about it either good or bad. And mm-hmm. people are like, well, I've, I've got to see for myself. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. I, I think you should go see Joker. While Every it's still time in the we
2: theaters. see Buzz like this past weekend, have you guys seen have Joker? Have you seen Joker yet? Have yeah, you have seen, seen Joker? Joker?
1: First thing he says. <laughs> Uh, Saturday Night Live I watched uh, Saturday Night Live David Harbour.
2: How did he do as host? Good.
1: Yeah. He was you know, he can, you could tell he was he was treating it serious. I he was a him. good host of Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. What are people saying?
2: Everybody is thirsting over him, especially in a scene, in a clip that they did for Soul Cycle. Oh, and yeah. his arms are exposed. I'm looking at the pictures right now. Oh my. Good There's for you. There's a guy Hopper. that I
1: can't believe would ever become a sex symbol. David Why?
2: Harbor, kind of ugly. <laughs> Why? No, he's not. No,
1: he, he isn't. I even no, asked my girlfriend, "Is he handsome?" You asked your girlfriend. Yeah, of course, she's not going to say the truth. And she said, "No, he's fail.
2: He's fail." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, she's dating you. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Thank you. That,
2: that was an easy target. Don't yeah. give me easy targets.
1: I'm um, trying to think very what else. He's good looking. He did. I see it. You I see you,
2: David Harbor.
1: You guys don't watch Saturday Night Live on a regular basis? I watch the clips afterwards. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm like really if, getting
1: into watching
5: the highlights of Weekend Update, because I think Colin Jost and Michael Che are brilliant.
2: Michael Che's hilarious.
1: That's not usually the highlight of the show. If I were going to pick out any highlight of Saturday Night Live, it was uh, David Harbour is playing the grouch, but it's his gritty origin Everyone's story. Everyone's
2: talking about that skit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you see all... It's it's a parody of Joker. Joker. But it's about Oscar the Grouch uh-huh.
2: Everyone's talking about it So I'll probably have to
1: Check out that sketch uh, She-Hulk Who's going to tell us The news about She-Hulk
5: oh God, I, I got I it Alright Brandon like... So you know how She-Hulk They're going to be coming out With the uh, television show On Disney Plus They're going to have A whole bunch of new Marvel products
2: By the way Less than a month For Disney Plus
1: This is true I think What do like I got to do Weeks Do I go online If I want to go ahead And get <laughs> Disney Plus ahead of time Yes. I, t- I tell you what. Or do I wait until it's available and then just do they it on my They have a TV? deal right now. I tell you what. We'll show you how to do
5: it if you pay for ours.
2: No. <laughs> what? This is a once in a lifetime deal, Buzz. I think you should take it. Yeah. Betwixt Brandon and I, we can teach you.
1: You yeah. guys treat me like I'm your rich Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, and you treat us like the kids that do all the work. Good point. I might pay for the first month. Of both of Six ours? Six months. No, I'm not doing six months. That's six months. crazy. I, I can figure it out at okay. least
2: until the end of the year. That's now, too much. If you throw they, in yeah, coming
1: over and setting my new alarm clock, so it works the way I wanted to. Oh, if I do that, I'm getting a year. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you still haven't
5: figured it. I can't figure oh lord, it. Lord, he spent how much money was that damn alarm clock? What, 140 bucks.
1: <gasps> Good lord. Oh it's a God. it's a smart uh, alarm clock, but apparently it's a little too smart for me. It, I can't, did it come an alarm with clock instructions. That's smarter than Buzz. It did, but I it's in it's in a tiny little book. <laughs> and I can, I can barely read the print. And Dude, I'm, you have magnifying glasses everywhere. I know. I'm just... <laughs> I, I'm just
5: putting it off. Okay, well, have fun with Disney, Disney Plus on your own, because She-Hulk is coming and They're talking about bringing back Liv Tyler as Betty Ross, and also bringing back General Thunderbolt Ross as well for the She-Hulk series. Of course, it's really early on. They haven't even started filming yet, but they're talking about possibly bringing them into this show who played the, General uh,
1: Thunderbolt Ross who's was it who's who's her her father yes Betty Ross's father yes was that and the first movie it was Sam Elliott the one that everybody forgets about yeah, with, it was, with Eric Bana it was not uh, William Hurt I believe well wait a minute William Hurt is already a character in the MCU he's the who's he Secretary of Defense
2: which wait who's William Hurt by the way
1: He's the one who always shows up in hologram form telling the Avengers you can't do this oh, okay yeah, we're gonna yeah, yeah. drag your ass in front of a <laughs> of an investigative committee you know he's okay. like the guy who's always telling them what they can and can't do. Yes. Uh, oh wait, hold on, hold on. No, I,
5: I think I'm mistaken. Here it says, uh, her or maybe father, he's the General, same character. Maybe it's the same character. Her, her father, General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, has appeared beyond the Incredible Hulk, albeit as a slightly different character. He appeared oh. in Captain America's Civil War yep. with William Hurt reprising yep. the role. Then again, for a brief appearance in Avengers: Infinity War and Avengers: Endgame, he has been uh, far removed from the Hulk story. Though it seems as if She-Hulk might be setting up to bring them all back together. Together.
1: Do you know how She-Hulk got her powers in the comic books?
5: had, oh. had sex with
1: uh, <laughs> no Bruce Banner. <gasps> no, that only in Arkansas because she's his first cousin. Oh, Sick. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> She okay? So she get him? Jennifer Walters is the cousin of Bruce Banner, and she's in an accident. <laughs> okay, and he has to give her an emergency blood transfusion. So he gives her the emergency blood transfusion, and she gets the. You know, she gets the Hulk powers, but keeps her intellect somehow. Okay. So she becomes what the Hulk is In by this
2: Avengers game. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Big, green, strong, smart. Still sexy.
2: I was <laughs> like I'd hit it, but it would hit me back
1: so they're they're talking about they're talking about a lot of uh, Avengers characters that are gonna be coming either to the big screen or the small screen, mm-hmm. so but all the ones they are doing are you just gotta take my word for it. these are into mm-hmm. the bench warmers these are not the main characters that they that they could be getting into, one of them is. Uh, what's the guy's name? The Master of Kung Fu. I didn't even read that one. It was a comic book no, that was I popular was around the same time that Bruce Lee uh, movies were popular. That They're making that into a movie. They're doing a bunch of other... Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. They're yeah, doing that remember, one, I think, as
5: a big screen film. They've, they've done a really good job of taking lesser known characters, B-listers, C-listers, D-listers... And bringing them to the forefront and making them very popular products.
1: Yeah, nobody's more of a D-lister than Guardians of the Galaxy, and they turned that into... Another one of the biggest things, yeah. This insane franchise. I, had, I saved an article here just because these were a lot of characters that are barely a blip on the screen. Mm-hmm. I I think maybe Marvel would rather be doing uh, a reboot of X-Men or Fantastic Four, but they don't have the rights to that yet.
5: There's talks that one of the big things that Disney's trying to do right now is acquire the full rights to Spider-Man. Because, remember... They're splitting it with Sony right now. Yeah, Sony still owns it. They had originally split off so that Sony was going to make their own Spider-Man movies, and he was out of the MCU, which is the Disney-Marvel product. But they were able to, you know, reconcile, and they're planning one more movie with Spider-Man. But the latest rumor over the weekend was that Disney slash Marvel's looking to acquire all of the rights. That would be pricey because that's really all Sony's got going for it right now. If you want to see
1: Spider-Man, I'd like to see uh, another version of Doctor Octopus. I'd like to see him finally bring Craven the Hunter to the big screen. I think Craven the Hunter would be pretty cool. Absorbing Man. Is a character that we've seen on Avengers, um, um, Marvel Agents of Shield. Okay, so the, uh, there's a rumor going around that Marvel's next Avengers project is going to be a Disney Plus TV series featuring characters. I can almost guarantee, unless you're super nerd, you've never heard of the characters.
2: So you've Young- heard of these.
1: Yeah, it's I've like heard Squirrel of them. Girl. Sure, Squirrel Girl's not included, but like that level. There's
2: a Squirrel Girl. Yeah, yeah, her power
1: is the ability to communicate with and control squirrels. And once she beat Thanos in the comics,
2: my mm-hmm. if I were Squirrel Girl, my ability would be to attract nuts. Yeah, guys I date are crazy.
1: Young Avengers are going to include Iron Lad, Kid Loki, Marvel Boy and Hawkeye, but not Jeremy Renner. This is a Hawkeye that's a girl who takes over as Hawkeye from the original uh, Yeah, it's the, uh, same, it's the same stuff that they do with the comics. When and it, it, it,
5: They're going to have to start doing this now for Marvel. Either they reboot the franchise or they try to move in this direction where they're able to move past the originals like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man or Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye and then they bring in a new generation where it's kind of the similar role but not the exact same.
2: Oh, my God, Squirrel Girl is adorable.
5: Yeah, Squirrel Girl is a cutie. (laughs) (laughs) Squirrel Girl is actually kind of a big deal for a
1: lot of kids.
2: How cute. I want to be here for Halloween.
1: They need to do the one superhero, and she was part of the Midwest Avengers, I think, Big Bertha, and her ability was she would vomit until she was regular size, but then she could get really fat and strong. This is, oh my God! Right, look that one up I did. because that's problematic in a lot of different ways. So um, yeah, get ready. I guess on Disney yeah, why don't they Plus just for another bulimic birthday? <laughs> Believe yeah. Get ready for a bunch of Avengers <laughs> that you've never heard of. It's
0: the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: All right, we've got some uh, neckline calls. About the Mount Rushmore of stand up comics. So, I want to play some of these. Here, Joanna, I brought, I have a, a one all for your own. This is my oh, new okay. favorite fruit.
2: I can't It's not a dirty one like you showed me. Did you wash this? Yeah,
1: of course. That's. You're a liar. That doesn't. And why does it look sound? rotten? It's not, it's an apple look at pear. How huge this pear? Is, or what? It's an apple pear. I guess it's like a hybrid between an apple it and, it and a pear. It's a papple?
2: <laughs> a papple. It looks like a bum. Look at that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or an air.
2: Looks like a butt.
1: I got the pebble bottom jeans. Well, the, anyway, <laughs> with the fur. <laughs> it is freaking delicious. I'm going to take a bite. It's of just it. like the juiciest, sweetest fruit, and I found it at Sam's.
2: Oh, hard. Yeah, right. Oh, it's not like It's not oh like mushy or anything. It's juicy. It's is it good or it's what? dripping
5: down Joanna's chin.
2: I'm so sorry.
5: <laughs> what <laughs> do you I'm think?
2: all over my shirt. <laughs>
1: You should keep a Kleenex handy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like a pear,
1: but it's a pear apple.
2: Um, I I get more hints of the pear.
1: Isn't that amazing, though? Yeah. Have you ever had one? No. I've never even seen them before. They're up to all kinds of like, Frankenstein stuff over at Sam's, I guess.
2: Let's do some ASMR. Somebody That's out good. there loves that. Yeah, yeah somebody that was good out there's
5: like, "Oh, that made my, my bits tingle."
2: <laughs> Brandon, do you want the other half?
5: Good.
1: It's mm-hmm. good, man. It's all right. All right. Here's what people had to say about our Mount Rushmore of stand-up uh, comedians. Let's uh, listen in. Maybe you know somebody will come up with a good argument for somebody we haven't even talked about yet. I'm right now. I'm leaning toward Carlin, Seinfeld, Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor that's kind of how I'm leaning that's the, the same four
5: of the five that I have the only one that I would like in there is Dave Chappelle
1: I, do, I don't have any argument with Dave Chappelle being on there
7: I know you're all doing the, the Brown Rushmore of comedians if I thought to choose I'd say the best one would be Chris Farley Richard Pryor we'd George W. Bush in there. he's the funniest president we ever had <laughs> plus Rowan Williams so that'd be my pick thanks guys
1: He did a lot for Robin Williams. Chris Farley, I don't think, I mean, I don't know, did Chris Farley do stand-up comedy? I know he did a lot of improv. I
5: think it was a lot of improv stuff. I don't think he really did
1: stand-up, though. All right. Here's the uh, toll-free studio line, 844-305-6210. 844-305-6210. I'm given that number. I don't think we'd have a chance to check the neckline again before we have to decide who goes on the list. Hey,
7: Buzz. Uh, so what?
5: So call live.
7: Yeah. Hey, Buzz. Uh, so I've been going over, uh, you know, the whole Mount Rushmore thing, and uh, I think I do agree that Richard Pryor should be up there, mainly because he's, like, you know, an inspirational comedian. But uh, I also think the other four should be, as you said, uh, I'm sorry, the other three, Eddie Murphy, and uh, also probably Robin Williams. And lastly, uh, Kevin Hart, uh, mainly because he's uh, you know the whole comedian of the next generation. So uh, that's my input. Thanks.
1: They uh, hmm. Seinfeld was asked who would be on his Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedy, and he said Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Don Rickles, oh okay, and Bill Cosby. Now, I don't know. He might have said Bill Cosby before the full extent was known, but... Right. uh, Chris is on the line. Hello, Chris. Good morning. Hey, Chris. uh, Is there anybody that we're not talking about that should be under consideration, or you just want to put in a pitch for somebody we've already talked about?
4: I think Rodney Dangerfield should be on
1: that list. There are a lot of stand-up comics who would definitely agree. Rodney's name gets mentioned a lot. When when comics today, and really for the past 30 years, have talked about the comedians that influenced them, a lot of them say Rodney Dangerfield. So, uh, why do you say so, Chris?
4: I mean he's just he was just funny back I mean his thing is still to this day timeless you can go back and YouTube him and everybody will still laugh I mean it's just he, the guy was just funny um, I think uh, another guy who should also be on there is who influenced Robin Williams um, I
1: forgot that guy's name wait wait you said Robin Williams are you trying to think of somebody else
4: right who influenced Robin Williams who influenced
1: uh, Jonathan Winters
4: Jonathan Winters that guy should be on there as well yeah alright
1: okay thanks Chris thanks Yeah, you know, I'm familiar with Jonathan Winters from a lot of TV but I, I and I, he certainly did stand up I'm just not that familiar with his stand up you know Rodney Dangerfield, a big deal for comics in the in the eighties. I think was Rodney Dangerfield would have these comedian specials on on HBO, mm-hmm. like when HBO didn't have a lot of original programming. Uh, that was one of the things, and that was a pretty big deal. You know, next to being on the Tonight Show,
3: mm-hmm.
1: being on one of uh, Rodney's specials was a big deal for comics that are you know super famous today. Uh, let me see who else we got on
7: the next. On the neckline, I have to say it's going to be Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Sam Kinison, and of course, you know, the older crowd will be uh, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Mm. A lot of Rodney Dangerfield. Those
1: got to be the top four. I think you got to put Rodney Dangerfield in the in the conversation. Absolutely. Should
2: I put that down? One of the you know
1: you want to look up a guy and Kennison
5: for that man. Yeah, yeah, a guy whose life ended. Really not uh, who Sam? No, um Ronnie Dangerfield. What I do believe you mean? I believe he was getting taken for like a lot of money from this like weird group who like believed in
1: aliens and stuff. What? And, what? Oh, you never heard about that? Was it? Was it? Did it involve his wife? I believe so. He married a, a younger woman. Yeah, I don't know that that part of the story. Uh, Linda, hello.
4: Hello, good morning. Hi, Linda. Hi, sweetheart.
1: Oh my! I oh, well, thank you. It. That just made my day. Uh, who,
2: you're, who? you're my sweetheart. I wake up with you every morning, besides yeah, my husband.
1: Right on. So. It's like a regular old person. Eskimo brothers. <laughs>
2: Wait, I have to sum it up really quick because they told me I had to sum it up. Oh, okay, go really
1: ahead. Quick. What? What? Who? Who? So, who I should we be talking?
4: About? Why? Why? Why do you not have any female there? You know, like Lucy.
10: Or Carol
1: Burnett? Well, because we're t- mostly mostly talking about stand up, and those are those are not great examples because we're talking about stand up comedy. But we should be talking about Joan Rivers, yeah, for sure. Ah,
3: that's
1: true. Yeah, but but Lucy didn't do stand up comedy; she was TV. Carol true Burnett TV. probably did stand up comedy, but she's a lot more she well known made for made a TV, TV show, right? I oh, think so. Okay. All but all
2: right, but it, you're on the right track, though. Okay, you know? all right. A
1: there. <laughs> All right, we'll see you, sweetheart. Bye, sweetie. Bye, honey. Bye.
2: <laughs> 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 like a
1: yeah, Joan big R- Joan Rivers was. Oh uh, yeah. You know, really, really influential and funny, and I don't know. I don't want to do anything that's like as a token. You know what I mean? But I think she's legitimately in the conversation mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I'm not one of these guys who thinks that women aren't funny. I think there are some really, really great female comics. Mm, here's another call off the neckline and we gotta take a break.
4: All right, man. You're, you're not Rushmore standing past that. George Carlin, of course. Richard Pryor, of course. Uh, Eddie Murphy, of course. And... Murphy. Who? I
5: could I didn't hear it. Murphy. What's he saying? Chris? I don't know.
2: I was hoping you guys would be able All to understand right. it, but I have no yeah, idea. I can't.
1: George Carlin, of course. George Carlin. Richard
4: Pryor, of course. Uh Eddie Murphy, of course. And Murphy.
1: Is he saying fluffy? Like Gabriel? Maybe. Maybe. Hold on one more time. Let me just hear one more time. Murphy. Nah, it doesn't can't sound like fluffy. Well, that's a mystery. I was
2: hoping you guys would be able to hear it better than me. (laughs)
1: Nah, I got nothing.
0: (laughs) It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: All right, we just got a few minutes to settle this once and for all. Who are you going to put on your Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians? I mean, I think at this point I could be talked out of just about anything, I think I'm leaning toward Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. Pryor, Yep, Carlin, Yep, and Seinfeld.
5: Yeah, you see, that's that's mine too. the The one that I am leaning towards would be Dave Chappelle, but I'm not going to argue with that. For you, you just mentioned right there.
1: Uh, hi, is this uh, Boston? Uh, hello. Hi, Boston. What's up?
4: Uh, I was going to ask. Uh, What's, like, your opinion on Gabriel Iglesias being on Mount
1: Rushmore? Gabriel's great. I mean, and that's, like, somebody that I'm actually personally acquainted with. You know, Gabriel's Mm -hmm. been coming on this show for a long time. Uh, Yeah, I mean, if you were doing a Mount Rushmore of clean comics, because that's one thing about Gabriel. Gabriel does clean comedy.
3: Yeah. I mean,
1: he's different from some of the others that we've been mentioning, yeah, definitely different than Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor, <laughs> <laughs> right? And George Carlin. I guess maybe that he, you know, it's, relatively speaking, Gabriel is still pretty young. I mean, he's in his forties. I'd like to kind of see like what what the effect of his comedy is, ten or twenty years down the road. But I, I mean, Gabriel's a very good comic. Gabriel went from playing the local clubs to. Sold-out arenas and a movie, and, you know, I'm not going to take anything away from Gabriel, that's for sure. Thanks for the call. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. Um, You want to hear some Rodney Dangerfield? Yeah. And keep in mind, when you hear some of these older comics, you might think, oh, well, that doesn't sound, like, innovative. That just sounds tired and old. It wasn't when they were doing it, though. Mm-hmm. The reason it sounds, like, well trod territory is
5: because copy, some people copied people them, copied after them, after them. <laughs> since then
1: that's right
0: and whenever we eat out we get stuck
9: you know you know we look for bargains you know those restaurants where you pay so much you eat all you want we got stuck again we got a seafood restaurant the sign says seafood all you want a buck and a quarter it was like going fishing you know i mean for a half hour we ate bait <laughs> No, I'll tell you, I'm not so fond of seafood restaurants anyway. You know. I mean, they got no originality. They all got the same sign. The fish you eat today slept last night in Chesapeake Bay. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I. When I eat a fish, I mean, I'm only interested in how it's prepared, I don't care where the fish slept. <laughs>
1: If it slept, <laughs> who it slept with, it makes no difference to me. The one I was trying to remember. There's
2: a guy that the back there,
1: y'all. <laughs> <laughs> have that cleanest the slack yoko left Remember I told you there was a comic that they said was Sam Kennison before Sam Kennison. Yeah. Oh, yes. It was Bill Hicks. I was. Uh. I, it slipped my mind, but Bill Hicks was, he died really young. Well, Sam died really young. For that matter. Oh boy. Remember This is this is Bill Hicks, not Sam Kennison.
7: Summer vacations with your folks. Did anybody get the concept behind that? We did not get along together in a five-bedroom house. Dad's idea was to put all of us in a car and drive through the desert in the hottest time of the year. Good call, Dad. Let's confront our tensions. Remember that? It was stressful. They weren't fun. We weren't vacating. It wasn't leisure. We're gonna get up at 2 a.m. I won't be on the road by 2.05. We don't have time to stop at restrooms. We're passing Dixie Cups around the car. (laughs) We're going to drive for 14-hour stretches in no direction whatsoever. The sun will always be shining through your window, Bill. Figure that out. (laughs) I have seen the sun take turns with our car before to beam through my window. I'm in the back seat like an ant under a magnifying glass. Dad, turn the air conditioning on, please. Nope, it eats up gas. <laughs> then, Dad, you take my college money and you turn that damn AC on, buddy.
1: <laughs> I'm not mentioning some of my personal favorites, like Doug Stanhope.
5: Mm-hmm. Doug Stanhope
1: is great. You know Doug Stanhope, right? Oh yeah. Lived uh, in Portland for a while. We
5: used to come in on the morning show. Doug uh, did. I worked with. Yeah. Oh. I don't think he does anymore. He kind of really leads a secluded life now. I believe he lives in a small town in California somewhere.
1: So Stanhope would be on my list, but I just don't think he's as big no, a figure yeah. in comedy. And that's the thing; it's one thing to be a real big fan of somebody. We're talking about the Mount Rushmore of comics. I, I there are f- some of these names on here that that are going to go on the list that are not my personal favorites. But I, I understand that their contribution mm-hmm. to comedy was beyond just whether they appealed to me or not. Do you want to hear would it help you if you're having trouble deciding between Jerry Seinfeld and Dave Chappelle, do you think it would help or hurt if I let you hear some from each?
5: Yeah, give me a little bit of each.
1: All right, here's a little bit of uh, and this is pretty random. I don't know if I'm picking out like their best bits or not, but here's some here's Jerry Seinfeld.
10: I had a yo-yo. I, I liked that. The yo-yo was pretty great. I was, that was one of my good toys. I could, I could do the yo-yo pretty good. And I read about the yo-yo and found out the yo-yo was originally invented as a weapon in the Philippines. An interesting and an obscure piece of information. Hard to imagine Filipino tribesmen warring with yo-yos. Planes flying low over enemy villages. They lean out the door. <laughs> I think I got the chief.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like Seinfeld. Yeah,
10: that's great. I'm,
1: I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm I'm leaning towards Seinfeld.
4: Here's, I want uh, Seinfeld
2: to be on it, but I want him to be the B from B Movie
1: okay.
2: know, on the
9: Mount Rushmore. Here's uh, Dave Chappelle. When I was growing up, it's probably about eight years old, and at the time we were living in Silver Spring. Common misconception about me in DC: a lot of people think I'm from the hood. That's not true. But I never bothered to correct anybody (laughs) because I wanted the streets to embrace me. As a matter of fact, I, I kept it up as a ruse. Like sometimes I'll hang out with rappers like Nas and them start talking about the projects. Yo, it was wild in the PJs, yo. And I'll be like, word, but I don't know. I have no idea. My parents did just well enough so that
1: I could grow up poor around white people. <laughs> that almost, I think that almost made it more difficult. <laughs> made it more difficult to decide. Yeah. See, the only man. Look, it could be either one of them. Let's I, do, face I it. do
5: have an argument against Eddie
1: Murphy. Oh. Is it that? Hold on, I got a call. Is it that a lot of a lot of his stand-up from the '80s didn't age very well? No, don't care about that. Oh, what is it? <laughs> Hello, John. Hey, Buzz. How you doing, man? Doing good. We're doing the uh, Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians.
9: Right. Y'all forgot about somebody very
4: important. Okay. John Candy.
1: I don't think I've ever seen John Candy do stand-up comedy. Yes, did
4: Yes, sir. He did stand-up. Yes, sir.
1: I have to look it up. I mean, like I, 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 I He doesn't come to mind because I don't remember. His, I, I, remember his movies. I remember Second mm-hmm. City TV.
4: Yeah, yeah. And he also he also did stand up as well. Um, uh
1: just like uh Roseanne Barr. Well I knew you no, know, Roseanne was a huge star. Roseanne was like the the at the same time with Andrew Dice Clay, those were the two biggest comics in the world at one time were Andrew Dice Clay, Kennison, and Roseanne. But John, had a Candy, lot of people who have mentioned uh Roseanne Roseanne. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Rosanne did stand-up as well. Even though she was a big celebrity, she did. She also did
1: stand-up. No, no, she was a stand-up before she was a celebrity. She started oh, okay. off as a stand-up, mm-hmm. and then her TV show was based on her persona Stand up, yeah. and her stand-up. All right, thanks, John. Appreciate right, the no, call. Thanks, man. Yeah, I still... So do you want my argument against Eddie Murphy? Yeah, I want you to look up this John Candy stand-up. that I, I'm, I'm gl- looking uh, at his
2: Wikipedia, and it doesn't really say and anything about it his and stand-up. I it, and it has
1: him performing on... Uh,
5: some of the big stand-up shows. But in character, right? Like, he would... What was the the big HBO thing uh, they did back in the day? It was Robin Williams, Whoopi Goldberg, and Billy Crystal, that
1: thing. Laugh-Aid, something like that.
5: Yeah, whatever that was. Um, But he wasn't doing stand-up.
1: Oh, Billy Crystal was really good. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, sorry.
5: Uh, Okay, so here's my argument against Eddie Murphy. He hasn't done it in ages. He had a very short stand-up career. But so noteworthy and influential. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, trust me, I'm not gonna argue that point. I'm just trying to I'm trying to wrap my brain around the fact that I've got five and this is even I'm excluding guys like Rodney Dangerfield, Sam Kinnison, Robin Williams, like some big name top notch guys are being left out because I'm down to the final five here of Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, Jerry Seinfeld, and Dave Chappelle. And you just played those two clips. That made it even more difficult because I want both of those guys in. So then I started to look at Richard Pryor, George Carlin, and Eddie Murphy. And the one knock that I have against Eddie Murphy is that he didn't do stand-up for
1: that long. Let me respond to that by playing a little more Eddie Murphy stand-up so you can remember just how funny he was. Remember his laughing? <laughs> and remember, this might not have
5: been stand-up, but he did give us this. You're not going to fall for the banana. <laughs>
3: I love it. All
1: right, here's a little more Eddie Murphy.
6: In the Amityville horror, ghost told them to get out the house. White people stayed in there. Now, that's a hint and a half for your ass. A ghost say, get the I would just tip the <laughs> out the door. They walked and looked in the toilet bowl. There was blood in the toilet. I said, so that's peculiar. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been in the house and said, oh, baby, this is beautiful. <laughs> we got chandelier hanging up here, kids outside playing. It's a beautiful neighborhood. We ain't got nothing to wear. I really loved them. This is really nice. Get
1: out. Too bad we can't stay, baby. <laughs> If Eddie had yeah, continued to something. do stand up, I mean, the banana if he wanted tailpipe to, voice. <laughs> he did the banana in the tailpipe voice. Yeah. All right. So give it to me. Uh. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go for sure. Uh, Pryor. Kay. Carlin. Yeah. Murphy. Yeah. And Seinfeld. I'm giving it to Seinfeld just uh. because the way he sets the, yeah, he just really crafts his jokes very well. Joanna, what do you think?
2: I don't know. I kind of agree with Brandon. Eddie Murphy didn't.
5: Real? Did he? Yeah. Didn't keep doing it? Yeah. Nah, but see, I, I'm arguing with myself. Like I don't. But don't I mean, that was me. hilarious. <laughs> um.
1: But and and the, it was that hilarious all the way through his up. Yeah. <laughs> God, and he
2: did do the I'm, banana I'm honestly, and the tail I'm
5: punk. I'm between uh, Seinfeld and Chappelle. Then I would give the nod to Seinfeld because of length of career. Somebody just said Cat Williams in the Facebook chat. You can leave the Facebook chat now, sir. Cat Williams is a piece of garbage.
2: You can get it Wait, out why, why
5: is Cat Williams a piece of garbage? That I'll tell you. I later. know. Oh, really? Yeah, that oh. guy's just a. He's a piece of work. You ever looked up like some of the stuff that he he makes claims about? He's just he's
1: a, he, no, he's not a good person. Like I saw him get not beat not up funny. by a kid in the projects one time. Yeah, I <laughs> saw that, that video. That's just
5: scratching the <laughs>
1: surface on on him. <laughs>
5: Um, I'm willing to lean to. Tw- I'm, I'm willing to go with yours. Prior, Carlin, Murphy, Seinfeld.
2: Oh, that's what I wrote down. Is that our four? Is oh, that our four?
1: Hold that's, on, let me take that's one my more call. Four. We got time for one more call. Nathan, hello. How's it going, Nathan? Who do you think should be on the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comics? I, I got him up there without a doubt. It's Bernie Mac. Bernie. If I maybe if I were more familiar with, and I know he was like one of the original kings of comedy. I'm just yeah. not as familiar with him as I am with like, Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor.
10: Yeah, example. see, I'm the opposite on those two, actually. I, I like Seinfeld and I like David Serpill, but I, I got Bernie Mac ahead of the right. other two for sure. Mm.
1: All right. Thanks, Nathan. Uh, yeah, let's lock it in. Here's your right, Mount good- Rushmore stand up comics. Okay. What do you got, Brandon? Richard Pryor. Yeah. George Carlin. Eddie Murphy. Jerry Seinfeld. Mm. I agree. Are we uh, appropriately diverse? We got,
5: yeah, I think well, so. I mean, people will complain there's not a woman on the list, but yeah.
1: we got two African Americans. This, this isn't a you Jew.
5: Know.
1: And, Carlin. and Carlin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm comfortable with that. I'm All right. comfortable I'm good with
2: as it. a woman. I am comfortable with that.
1: Maybe we could have like an auxiliary, like a smaller mountain right below the other mountain. Yeah, the auxiliary, and we we'll put Joan Rivers. We call it there. the mini Rush. Joan Rivers, yeah. and, and that's and that's where Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. And Rob... <laughs>
0: it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
5: Do you know who was a brilliant comedian that didn't even get mentioned yet? I'm sure we've forgotten some some greats. Eddie Griffin. He had some great stand All All right. Okay. I'm not saying he's
1: Mount Rushmore worthy, but You know Bob New- Bob Newhart was doing some stuff that was very different from other stand up comics when he was on the scene, but I don't want to do this thing where we're going back as like Well, you know, the 14th century court jester of Mm -hmm. King Henry. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I'm sure he killed, but.
2: (laughs) That's funny. Buzz, this beef jerky is good.
1: Oh, that's the good stuff from Sam's.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Buzz is over here giving me
1: papples and beef jerky. (laughs) Papples. Would you buy the papples?
2: Um, Maybe not. Why? I don't know.
1: I like it better than an apple, and I like it better than a pear. It's a it's a pear and an apple. A paple. Who's a comic? Ugh. So our final list, let's just review it here real quick. Yep. Was Carlin. Yep. Pryor. Pryor. Yep. Eddie Murphy. Yep. And Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. Yes. Who is a comedian that if you watch them, you find yourself talking like them? Bill Burr. Oh, really? Mm. For me, it would have been Mitch Hedberg.
5: Yeah, when I got to see him, this was just... You saw Hedberg? Yeah, a few months before he passed away, he was on a tour with Stephen Lynch, and there was a co-headlining tour. So one night, Mitch Hedberg would open up, and then the next night, Stephen Lynch would open up, and you could tell that Mitch was kind of working some material out, because he was working on probably a special... And he was in Portland, and then the next night he was going to be up in Seattle. And he tells this joke that just bombs, like it's almost crickets in this um, in this venue that we're at. And he and, I, and he just he acted like nothing. He goes, "You know what? I'm going to tell that joke in Seattle, and when it bombs up there, I'm going to say you guys laughed at it to make you look like
1: idiots." <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, maybe it would have. Yeah, but you can't put Mitch Hedberg in the same. In the no, same the company. Thing, and, that, with, th- and
5: that's the thing is that we can have comedians that we're really big fans of. Like, I love Bill Burr. I love Joe Rogan. Um, a, a lot of these top notch comedians. But we're talking about the Mount Rushmore of comedians. All right, here's a little. I know Jim Jeffries uh, was somebody that David just put in the Facebook chat. Yeah, Jim Jeffries is real brilliant. hot right now. Oh, yeah, Jim he Jeffries.
1: He's the Australian guy, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he's, uh, like a lot of his comedy is kind of on the left side of the pop political. That goes oh, for time. a lot of that goes for Carlin too and yeah. others. But a lot of his is like how we're real hypocritical in America about certain political issues. Mm-hmm. Like he, yeah, it is gun uh, control is one that gun he control. does a lot of jokes oh, yes. about. Um, Here's, do you know who Mitch Hedberg
2: I do,
6: yeah. Yeah,
1: here's, here's Mitch Hedberg. There's just something uh, about his delivery and cadence that I This shirt wrote. is
6: dry clean only, which means it's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a human pyramid before, it was very unnecessary.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> didn't need to exist. <laughs> it's pure danger.
3: <laughs>
6: I play golf. I'm not good at golf. I never got a hole in one. But I did hit a
3: guy.
6: <laughs> that's way more satisfying. <clears throat> You're supposed to yell four, but I was too busy, mama. There ain't no way that's gonna hit him.
2: <laughs> Let's all try to talk about Mish Hedberg.
1: Miss Hedberg. <laughs> Did, did when you saw him? Did he have like a bass guitar playing behind no. him? That was he, pretty cool. I was wondering
5: if they <laughs> added like that, that, or if that, that was something that, that might have been a shtick that they were doing on you know some sort of a uh, uh, Comedy Central. All right, let me special. try
1: another one here.
6: I rent a lot of cars, you know, because I go on the road. I rent cars, and when I drive a rental car, I don't know what's going on with it, right? So a lot of times I drive like for ten miles with the emergency brake on. <laughs> That doesn't say a lot for me, but it really doesn't say a lot for the emergency brake.
3: <laughs>
6: it's really not an emergency brake. it's an emergency make the car smell funny lever. <laughs> I don't have a girlfriend, I just know a girl who would get really mad if she heard me say that. <laughs> to an argument with a girlfriend inside of a tent. That's a bad place for an argument because then I tried to walk out and slam the flap. (laughs) How are you supposed to express your anger in this situation? Zipper it up really quick.
1: (laughs) You wouldn't think, but I was able to find enough clean stuff from Doug Stanhope. I could mention that Doug Stanhope's one of my favorite comics of all time, but I didn't think there was any way that we could play any Doug Stanhope
9: yeah and as many stories as you hear like that about people getting drunk and sleeping with someone ugly no one ever talks about being the ugly one I want to hear those stories man I've been the ugly one a lot and I don't want to feel so alone in the deal but no one ever comes in the next morning and goes man did you see the chick that I nailed last night what was she thinking oh my god she's way better than me Who slipped what in her drink? That's just when you're bragging to your buddies about the hot chick you bone. She's talking about you at an AA meeting somewhere. (laughs) That's when I knew I'd hit my bottom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think we would have been talking more about a couple of names, Bill Cosby and Louis C.K. if it hadn't been? Oh,
5: absolutely. if, If the issues had not popped up with Bill Cosby, if we didn't, you know, if he wasn't a creep. He probably would be on my Mount Rushmore. I Man, I grew
1: up listening. I listened to Bill stand-up. Cosby more than I listened to anybody else, because I wouldn't get in trouble for having a Bill Cosby album mm-hmm. or cassette.
5: Because we watched that the the one stand at Bill Cosby as himself. Oh yeah, so many times when I was a kid. Daddy, that was one of this great. Give us chocolate cake. You say for nothing for chicken or
1: I think that was okay. one of those things that was an HBO or Showtime, and it was in the in the '80s, so they didn't have a lot of programming, and it showed over all and over the time. and over. Again. And we
5: even recorded it; like it was to the point where um, I don't think we even had HBO at that time. But we'll, they'll do those free weekends, and my parents would just put a VHS in the in the in the VCR
1: and hit record, and they would we would record that stuff. So that was Cosby of the '80s. You know that uh, Fat Albert and the whole cartoon that was all based on his. 60s stand up Mm -hmm. like he would tell hmm. these stories like Fat Albert was this kid he knew Uh so that was from his 60s uh, stand up recorded albums I used to memorize there was a whole thing about God talking to Noah Noah (laughs) it was just like classic (laughs) stuff but I I guess we can't I don't know. Should it take away from the fact that he was a really brilliant stand-up comic yeah. because he was a multiple rapist? Okay, yeah. I'm asking sincerely. No, yeah, no, okay, I'm, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. okay, yeah, it should. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see who we've got. Jose, hi, Jose.
4: Hi, boys.
1: Hey, Jose, uh, what's up?
4: I've been listening to your morning, and how having are blessed with your show today. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I was wondering, have you guys ever heard of Stephen Wright?
1: Oh, yeah, Stephen
5: that, Wright. That's the,
4: the guy on the couch, man. It
1: man, has, it has that baked. was
4: my favorite comedian back in the late 80s, early 90s. The way he would uh, tell the jokes, you know, with uh, he would not laugh. His face was straight up, and the jokes were freaking yeah, awesome. It was deadpan, <laughs> which
1: was, you know, pretty unique. I mean, nobody delivered a joke <laughs> like Stephen
4: Wright did. Oh, man, that guy, I mean, I, 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 I would die laughing with that guy I think he should have been in
1: Rushmore today man <laughs> uh, I, I think he should have been mentioned at least I don't know about the final Rushmore but he should have been We somebody should have brought up Steven uh, Wright yeah, a hear more. Anybody, yeah. I didn't hear anybody
4: bring him
1: up alright let's not let's awesome. not let that one get past. thanks for reminding us Jose
4: righty,
8: thanks bye I got a postcard from my friend George it was a satellite picture of the entire earth on the back he wrote wish you were here <laughs> Curiosity killed the cat, but for a while I was a suspect. (laughs) I was arrested today for scalping low numbers at the deli. (laughs) Sold the number three for 28 bucks. I used to be a narrator for bad
3: mimes.
8: (laughs) Why is it a penny for your thoughts, but you have to put your two cents in? Somebody's making a penny. (laughs) (laughs) I talk to myself a lot. It bothers people, though, because I use a megaphone. (laughs) (laughs) Why is the alphabet in that order? (laughs) Is it because of that song?
1: (laughs) That is brilliant. Yes, he was good and, the other thing too, I mean, was and think, think go of the number of, think of the number of jokes mm-hmm. if somebody tells a joke that takes 10 minutes right to get to the punchline think how he had you know his took three seconds yeah and mm-hmm. it was bu- 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 one right after the other that's rapid mm-hmm. fire god I, it just occurred to me I think Stephen Wright might have invented shower thoughts
2: <laughs> mm, yeah
1: definitely a possibility
2: someone's making a penny <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's great I mean, well, that, that's a great joke. Yeah. Well, some, of the, some of the other people here that people... Because people are like, why why are you saying this person? Why, like, A, we're limited on time, but there's a billion comedians out there. But like Chris Rock, we mentioned him earlier. There's Rocky May Rock. in there great. as well. So, George Lopez, uh, yeah. Fluffy. like There's a lot of these comedians that we've brought up.
1: It's just, they're not going to make them out Rushmore. You mentioned a couple of names. I, maybe I won't say who, but there were a couple there that were just their comedy was... <sighs> just superb for a period and then not as much and I'm not talking about Chris Rock I mean Chris Rock has, has been pretty consistently excellent funny thing is with Chris
5: Rock if you go back and watch him on Saturday Night Live because he had two some of the two of the biggest stand-ups there's bigger and blacker and something else that uh, he had. That were his stand-up specials. They should just call that stand-up special Toss Salad because that's all. That's the thing most people
1: remember from it.
5: So he came out with, uh, I think it was the one with the Toss Salad in it, and a lot of that stuff he had written while he was on Saturday Night Live, and it bombed on Saturday Night Live. Like They brought him out, and remember, he was kind of supposed to be the next Eddie Murphy. And it never really worked out that way on Saturday Night Live. But when he was finally able to go do his
1: stand-up, it was brilliant. Do you? Can you name three recurring bits that Chris Rock did on SNL? Yeah, I can name two. He impersonated Black Man. That Nat X. That's it, Nat X. Yeah, Nat X. And he would impersonate Arsenio Hall because Arsenio was very popular at the time. Yeah, that, and they extended, they gave him these super long fingers. <laughs> yeah,
5: <laughs> and did they give him like buck teeth and a big butt? Or was that what they did? That was over a big, on, no. That uh, was living color. Because I know they they mocked him as well with Keenan Ivory Wayans playing. That's in, there, there's what Damon Wayans has some pretty brilliant stand up as well,
1: but not Mount Rushworthy, Mount no. Rushmore worthy. I saw some people bringing up the uh, the blue collar comics, and oh, yeah. believe me, I have definitely laughed at all of those guys before. Mm-hmm. Out of Foxworthy, Fox Bill Engvall, spin. and Ron White. Oh, I would Larry the Cable Guy. The Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, that's right. Out of those, though, my favorite stand up is not who you would think. It's Bill Engvall. I thought Bill I'm Engvall. B- Bill Engvall is probably the least. It's hard to say he's not successful. I mean, he's definitely mm-hmm. been a successful comic. He has his own TV show for a while. He had while. his own TV show, sure. That uh, I believe Jennifer Lawrence started on. I think you might be right. Anyway, out of all the blue collar guys, Bill Ingvall was, con- I just always thought he was really, really funny. Mm-hmm. And the other guys, too, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're hilarious.
1: Gotta yeah, remember watching those stand ups with my family,
5: my redneck family. And they're laughing at the jokes. I'm like, he's talking about you. <laughs> they're
3: all making fun of you.
5: Do you know that? When he's talking about the house falling off the wheels and crushing four dogs on the porch, that's your house.
1: <laughs> what do you mean your redneck side of the family? Which one is that? My dad's side. <laughs> your dad's side? <laughs> my mom. Oh, no. My mom's side's the hippie side.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: I almost forgot. Today is Columbus Day. Yeah, well, we're here, so it doesn't mean a whole <laughs> lot to us.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> hey, you know that stuff that uh, there's already people living there, it's already been discovered and everything else, but we wanted to make it look like this guy did something great?
1: Uh, Columbus Day. <laughs> Most banks are closed. Yeah. No mail today. Uh, are the kids out of school? Mine is. Yeah.
2: I think some are, I yeah. need to call and but check on that. But my nephews are. <laughs>
1: How do you not know that? I was like, I don't even know. I, what day I, is it? I just wait for somebody to tell me what's going on. <laughs> they probably have twice. I talked to my daughter That's yesterday.
2: True. And she didn't said, mention anything like
1: well, that? Well, I wanted to know if she wanted to go. Like, she got birthday money, so she wanted to spend some mm. of it at Best Buy. That's her favorite store. Cool. She and I said, likes to go into the store. At Best Buy, she likes to just go in and look around. Like she hates shopping, Mm -hmm. but she loves going in Best Buy. So I, I actually went to Best Buy for the first time in a while. What you
5: get? Some new Bluetooth headphones because the uh, my workout headphones had uh, broke. And so, and man, I will sit there and I will research the crap at headphones. It was like an awkward moment with me and the guy from Best Buy. He's showing me, hey, we have these ones, we have these ones, and we have these ones. And then he just stands there. And what I like to do is I pull out my phone and I start looking up reviews on all the headphones. And then I like to, you know, do a compare and contrast. Uh, you probably thought you were looking up uh, like... How to get them on Amazon? I, know, I, know, I thought about that. I thought about that after the fact. I'm like, oh, he probably thinks I'm just here, like window
1: shopping, and I'm just going to order it online. Like that's that's me at Barnes and Noble. Like I'll see a book, <laughs> and I'll look at the print and go, oh, that print's too small. I'm going to get it. <laughs> so I'll look it up to see if I can get uh-huh. it, you know, on an ebook. But I don't want the Barnes and I. I think it's going to be like a personal insult to them if they see me looking up where to get the. So I'll go hide back in some section. Go where the kids are. Does. Yeah, yeah, and
5: I, like I didn't know how to t- like tell the guy, you know, I'm going to be here a while. I mean, I was there for 45 minutes to an hour looking up headphones, and after you know maybe a couple of minutes of it being really awkward, as I'm sitting there looking at the headphones, hey, this is
1: going to take me a while.
5: No, I just looked at the guy and I go, I'm good, man. And then he kind of looks at me like, what? And I'm like, no, I'm not, no, I'm good. And then he realized, oh, he's shooing me away. And then he just walked away. Oh, you should have literally shooed, shooed him away. away. <laughs> <laughs> Off with Shoo. you!
2: Shoo! Shoo!
5: No, I'm good. Don't need
1: you anymore. I have the internet, sir. Anyway, I asked my daughter if she wanted to go. She didn't. She said she just wanted to chill out. So, so the last watch thing you know I said was... was watch cool. other people play video games? So the last thing I said was, <laughs> I'll pick you up from school tomorrow. Uh-huh. Meaning today. Uh-huh. And she said, okay. Okay. So.
2: Wait. In commercials, I'll ask you what district she's in and I'll let you know.
1: <laughs> um, The Reg, El Paso. I don't think they have school today. Oh. Well, she didn't know either.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think somebody, uh, Chris in the Facebook chat just said that it's let, uh, I
5: think they've got school
1: today. All right. Uh, real quick. And it's going to have to be quick. Our Mount Rushmore of stand-up comics oh. came down to this. I'm and here. I realized we had to leave some people off who. You know, deserved to be right in there. We came up with Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, and Jerry Seinfeld. I feel like Pryor and Carlin were locked in pretty early on. Mm-hmm. And then we had some debate back and forth between Eddie Murphy and uh, Seinfeld and Chappelle. You know, Rodney Dangerfield, Dangerfield, Dangerfield could have been Williams, in yep. Sam Kinison. Yep. So there were a lot of names we went through, but I feel okay I about our Mount Rushmore. That's the thing is the the whole point of this is to pick four. You've always
5: got to leave somebody off that you think is probably worthy. Hey, uh, Real quick,
1: what's your opinion of Columbus State? I, I'm here at work, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> See, I guess we always learned about Columbus in school, but... I don't think anybody ever told us you should consider Columbus a hero. I mean, it might have been implied that he was this brave explorer. But mm-hmm. as I'm thinking back to my education every year, Columbus, you know, you knew Columbus uh, discovered the new world. And sure, mm-hmm. that sounds pretty ridiculous. Yeah, considering there were something that uh, already had people on it. Okay, I'll say this in his defense. You know, it took a little bit of nerve. You know, to go to uncharted territory like this.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: Especially... When's Leif Erikson Day? (laughs) Come on. I I don't know. They should have one. Uh, And I'll say this. If Columbus hadn't discovered the New World, somebody else would have. You know, it was just a matter of time. And... Whoever it was probably would not have been that much more humanity. Nobody would have met up to, to modern day standards of treating the natives like whoever it was, whether it was the Spanish or the Italians or the English or mm-hmm. whoever it was. The cookie would have crumbled pretty much the same way because okay. people had medieval mindsets nah, owing Leif, to the fact that it was medieval times. Leif Erikson made it over here and
5: they were not known for doing anything
1: bad whatsoever. <laughs> the Vikings? Uh-uh. The rape, kill, pillage, and very, burn very, Vikings? Very peaceful beings, us Norwegians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you Are you a Norwegian yeah. yourself? Oh, yeah. Okay. They still have the sales, though. I noticed that like a lot of things are moving away from Columbus. Biomacters, baby! But they still have those Columbus Day sales. Okay.
0: Being involved in a car wreck can be a stressful and confusing time. The Ruman Law Firm is prepared for exactly this type of situation. Let us fight the insurance companies while you take care of the most important thing. You and your loved ones. Let Chuck and the Ruman Law Firm handle your case so you can get the monetary damages you deserve.
1: Make 845-4LAW your first call after an accident. Chuck Ruman, the people's injury lawyer.